Welcome to Garage Talk. It's me, Garage Guy Chase, accompanied as always with Dale Tanhart. And on today's show, we're twisting things up a little bit. We're doing something different, something we've never done before on Garage Talk. Uh, we're going to declare this Indie Week. And we are now welcoming our first ever Indie Car Driver on Garage Talk. And it couldn't be anyone else but our guy, Connor Daly. Connor uh merry late christmas happy early new year uh merry christmas so for being on the show. <laughs> yeah we appreciate it man no problem guys i know i've been begging to be on the program here support it uh i always love to talk about you know things uh that have to do with racing and also maybe some sports gambling as well because we're uh you guys only do winning things apparently from what i've seen all year you only do winners. So I, I, I got to respect the grind here and the effort. We appreciate, we appreciate that. that. Oh, jinx. Oh, yeah. shit. Soda. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that. Look, especially like we're, we're big football guys. Right. Um, and I'm not going to lie. NFL football, it, while it is the most fun thing to bet on, I think it has not been good for me. It has not been good for me. So later in the show, we're going to get a little bit of insight from you on how to help win some more bets because I'm, I'm i'm in a slump right now i gotta say it i think chase had a winning bet but we're gonna need some help on that a little bit later i think yeah, yeah that's I totally fine to here i'm ready for the uh i'm ready for for all of the the big big field data big gridiron data that connor <laughs> daly has to offer us uh but yeah before we do that since you do owe me a soda now dale as the jinx tale goes you can give it to me at hooters uh i'll take it to go and right now if you go over to hooters the app or you go to order.hooters.com use promo code garage guys you're going to save ten dollars on any thirty dollar or more order Okay, don't forget it. And it's valid at participating locations for delivery and carryout orders only. It's the Garage Guys way. It's the Hooters Ray. Hooters is for race day. I said Ray. I don't think they have a laser, but it is the way. And that's cool, too. So shout out to that. That was our Hooters Dude, that, ad, Connor. Connor, I respect what was that? that. Tell, rate that transition. That was one of the better transitions. Chase, I'm not gonna lie. Like that was yeah, that was solid. I mean, not. you you got to bring the partners in. You gotta you gotta make sure the news is heard. Um, I, I respect that uh, you guys have such a great relationship with the Hooters brand. I think it is very fitting. And um, yeah, I mean, what a what a respectful community there. I, I enjoy uh, that place as well. I have done uh, some work there in the past. Uh, I believe I judged a contest there at one point. Uh, when I was, uh, you know, back in my days of the streets. Um, but uh, yeah, wonderful news. <laughs> really? I didn't oh, know yeah. that. What was the contest? Yeah, well, it was, about a, this. it was a competition of uh, swim and fitness, I believe, uh, whatever <laughs> those are. Um, so, you know, great competitors, uh, great spirit, um, and great food as well. I enjoyed it. Did you wear a Speedo? That's the All big good question. Things. Well, I see, I was not the one being judged, so I could wear my normal clothes, obviously. Um, you know, it was kind of like a, a celebrity judge type situation here in the local Indianapolis area. So um, it was an enjoyable time, I will say. Great, great uh, atmosphere, we'll say. Okay. I would have wore a Speedo, but just keep that in mind. <laughs> I think it was cold. Um, I'm not going to lie. I, I don't exactly yeah, remember yeah. what time of year it was, but <laughs> you don't want to wear a Speedo and it's cold outside. Yeah. yeah that's just kind of true. Okay. So, so that's awesome to hear. That's awesome news. So we know you're familiar with that. We've had some great times. Uh, the Hooters in Indy is great, by the way, but we've had some great times in downtown Indy. And obviously, for all the NASCAR fans that are watching, you know, Connor, Connor actually ran in the Roval race this past year. Uh, he, he's repping his sponsors as well what we've bitten now great team right there great group of guys randy uh our guy randy texted me the other day to tell me merry christmas <laughs> and sent me santa in a hooters uh or not a hooters a santa uh, in an indy car i yeah, love hooters it is on the mind but yeah uh <laughs> great group of guys there and uh and, and i love the city dale has literally like that's like his home away from home he's lived in indy pretty much his entire life uh from a child being an indy 500 regular visitor i got to go to my first one in 2020 the race changed my life forever um one of the most incredible events i think i've ever attended and i didn't even get to experience the whole week 
like like Dale has. So for you guys that are watching this that's never been to an IndyCar race, you definitely got to check that out this year. We've been big advocates for it. And it, that's kind of what I want to just get, roll into talking about. You know, it, it is the off season, So we do have to touch base on that first. You just got back from Ireland. How did that go? What was that place like? And is and did is there any opportunity? Did you find any good places where we could see an IndyCar race in Ireland? <laughs> well, I've 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 got a a lot of family connection there. Uh, my dad, my dad's the only one who jumped on the boat and left the island uh, to come over and race in America and race in the Indy 500 in the 80s. And uh, once he got to Indiana, he never left. So uh, he met my mom at the racetrack, the Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and uh, and and never went back. So all of all of my dad's side is over there. I've got several aunts and uncles and several cousins, a uh, big family. And uh, my Nana, who's still alive, she's 93, I think, or 94. So she's she's uh, running the running the family over there. And so it was great to see them. I hadn't been back, obviously, because I have a job that does a lot of my takes a lot of my time. So I haven't been able to travel back over there in a long time. Uh, so, yeah, it was great to get over there. Uh, they do have a great racetrack, Mondello. Uh, I raced a go-kart there when I was younger, I think when I was like 12 or 13. Uh, not sure if it's ready for an IndyCar race yet, but um, but it's a it's a very – my dad was one of the only Irish drivers ever to score points in Formula 1, so they, they, he's got a great connection to the country there. And I, I had even dual citizenship as well, uh, you know, when, when I was – well, for a long time. Um, so I have a lot of, a lot of passion for the Irish fans. There's a lot of Irish motor racing fans. They love it. Uh, I actually even brought back a, um, a clip. My, my Nana, uh, cut out a, a newspaper clipping of the Irish times. And it was a report on me doing the Roval race in the cup series. So That's it was, dope. it was kind of funny there, even, you know, in the, in the Irish times, they're writing about me in the NASCAR cup series. So definitely some race fans over there, which is really cool. Dude. You know, so that's awesome. I, I, it's sad, actually. I've never been out of the country. Um, I've got some German heritage, but, but you know, I, I got to get out of the United States. It's been a pretty badass to race out in Ireland, I will say. But before all this, did race in 2022 full-time in car with that car racing. Talked about how you made your debut in NASCAR. Uh, I think it's fitting that your two best runs were at Indianapolis this year, which is always awesome to see as Chase, uh, a huge indie guy. I swear, I don't think, I, I don't even, there's no way I can even count the amount of times I've told people on our podcast and people in person at NASCAR races how awesome the Indy 500 is and how awesome Indianapolis Motor Speedway is and how every race fan should experience IMS at some point, and in particular, the Indy 500. I'll go off topic with that all day because I literally get thinking about it. But <laughs> 2020 season in for Connor Day. Um, I mean, the, the season in general, it actually started out, you know, not, not in a bad spot. We had a fairly decent couple runs, uh, basically until after Indy after Indy, I think we were like 11th or 12th in points or something like pretty in a decent position. Um, cause we had finished fifth and sixth and, and the 8,500 being double points. Um, and honestly, we probably should have. You know, we had a great shot to win the Indy 500. I don't think we had the fastest car, but we definitely, uh, you know, if, if we didn't have a, you know, right rear wheel nut explode on the last pit stop or so, something happened with the gun, uh, you know, we go from pitting right behind the leader to coming out like eighth. So, you know, had to make up a bit of uh, a bit of a bit of time and space there on the last restart. Um and so, you know, we we wanted to get a top three finish for sure there at the Indy 500. I think it was very, very possible. Um, but, you know, we still finished six, six. So that was that was a good day. Um, but, you know, towards the back half of the year, we had a lot of mechanical failures. We had a lot of random things happen that were just kind of, uh, I mean, I, I some things that I've never seen before. And, and even at Texas, you know, the uh, an, an oval race, which I think are our strengths for sure at, at the Ed Carpenter Racing Team. Uh, you know, we had an electrical issue that that basically caused our pit lane speed limiter to essentially not work. So, um, you know, there there are two things there that took us out of a race. A lot of things that took us out of position that that happened in motorsports. So, I think you know, for our next season, we if we eliminate a lot of those things that are kind of uh, you know out of our control or certain things that are essentially just bad luck issues, I think we have a, a great chance to be 
be competitive. We know that we have three races at three tracks that we're very, very good at, both Indy GP road course races, the Indy Oval. Um, you know, we, we've got two tracks that are being repaved, Road America and Laguna Seca. Every time a track that has a repaved surface that has a lot of grip, that's helped us a lot. Um, so there's a lot of interesting things. You know, Detroit's a new street race. I, I don't know if that's going to be, um, you know, how crazy that's going to be. It, it just gives you an opportunity to potentially take advantage of um, of some other people's uh, misfortunes. Um, so, so yeah, there, there's a lot there. You know, we 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 think. I mean, we know we were fast at Iowa last year. You know, we qualified on the second row. Like that's for both races. Uh, that's one of my favorite places now. And you know, we we think we know where we were failing in the race when it comes to you know how the car was, the tires were going off there. So hopefully we, you know, we can go back and qualify the same. Hopefully go for the pole again there and and have two strong races there. So it was a, it was an okay season. You never want to be happy where we were in the points, but there were a lot of places where I think we had an opportunity to be fighting at the front, fighting for the win of the Indy 500, fighting for the wins at uh, the Indy GP circuit as well. Even the second Indy GP circuit. I mean, I made a mistake of stalling in the pits, right? So there's, there's a lot that happens. Uh, you know, we come in there, we're running fifth or fourth again. And I think our car is, is a great car there. And, and that happens. So just eliminating small things like that. And I think, you know, we'll be, we'll be in a, in a, in a, in a decent position for next year. That's all good stuff, man. And you were talking about Detroit. The one thing that I find super interesting that I love that they're doing is you're going to have two pit lanes on opposite sides from what I'm reading. That's going to be pretty insane. Like, and that's where the misfortune stuff can really come into play. So I'm, uh, I'm loving yeah. everything. I, I've found myself this off season, actually watching some uh, of the IndyCar races from 2022. Like, just put them on YouTube and just sit back and watch them. And I'll do that with NASCAR races as well. But it's uh, it's coming up, man. And with the F1 being where it's at, obviously, you know, big Netflix guys and girls out there, you know, if they subscribe, they love F1. So I don't see why it's hard for uh, for, for these American folks out here to to go to an IndyCar race, you know, it's uh, way more cost efficient for one. Uh, I think you guys have a hell of a lot harder of a job with no power steering for two. Uh, and also it puts on a great show. And I mean, I I've seen some of the battles and I think that we're entering an age now, there's a lot of changes happening in IndyCar. And, and I think that we're about to start seeing a little bit of that kind of crossover, especially with NASCAR doing the IndyCar road race weekend, which is one of my favorite weekends of the entire season. Honestly, great weekend, we talked yeah. about it. Yeah, dude. So fun. And, uh, and so I'm excited for it. And I know that you've been one of the, the big players, you know, out there on social media, big advocate for that. What steps do you anticipate or see happening kind of like for this year, like in your mind, what really needs to happen to get this fan base at the same level as NASCAR in America or F1, you know, worldwide? Man, that's a tough question, honestly. And it's the multi-million dollar question. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think one of a, a couple things happened for formula one, obviously the, the world shutdown of of the whole covid pandemic was like really tough but boy did that bring everyone to netflix very aggressively and all the streaming services and guess what happened to come out right then and there for everyone to see that drive to survive series so uh, if that if that had come out maybe in a time now where we're all kind of out and about living again would it have been the same i, I don't know because i think people are still craving content non-stop and, and it was on the front page, right? Things that you find on the front page, you're like, well, I'm going to check that out. And if it's got a fancy little clip montage there, like I'm going to check it out, right? I think we can put the same montages together. You know what I mean? I think we have the same noises. We have the same uh, angles. We have a lot of exciting stuff that you can put together. Uh, some, you know, some crazy crashes and accidents that that, that can happen. Um, and but but it, but it's it's about marketing right like no one knows what we are like that's that's the sad part about it is you know i i listened to this conversation not too long ago and i talked about it on my podcast too but it was a 
a, a young fella at a, at a local bar, our favorite dive bar here in Indianapolis, Coach's Tavern, going in there. It's the day of the uh, Big Ten Championship game. And, you know, he's got his Purdue stuff on and there's you know, he's talking to an older guy there and like just talking about F1 and like how awesome it is and how exciting it is. And how we got an American driver coming along. And and my friend, of course, Deepu, you guys know him very well. Shout he, out to the he man. Just kinda, he kind of leans over to him. He's like, why not IndyCar, man? Why? He's like, I just never know when it's on or where it's on. And it's like people just don't know. Like that was the perfect conversation. And it's sad, too, because I think a lot of our fans, you mentioned like um, this, you know, affordability, right? It is still affordable. And, and there was a lot of people that complained about how Iowa, the prices went up because uh, from last year, obviously, High V invested a ton of money in the race, having concerts pre and post race for two days in a row. That doesn't come for free. I'm sorry, but you don't get to see these massive artists perform at a racetrack, first of all anywhere else in the world like on that weekend and blake shelton were there like it's not free i'm sorry like that doesn't i don't know what goes into people's minds thinking that if if we're going to go to an indycar race we're still going to be able to just enjoy it for 40 dollars or whatever it is like you get what you pay for like you're like you're you can still see a great motor racing event and like four really cool concerts you know what i mean and if you look at concert ticket prices, like I've even bought concert ticket prices where I'm like, man, that's, that's a lot of money. Like, and I was you're looking at some prices for the, um, the, the Taylor Hawkins tribute concert, Foo Fighters, like not too long ago. And I like had to get in contact with a special guy to like, help me get maybe a deal to like sit in the back where you couldn't see anything for like $900. And I was like, absolutely not. Like no way. Will I do that that. Noise. And so I, I just, I, I hate to see that because again, when 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 Formula One offers packages for five million dollars for hundreds of thousands of dollars, I saw someone post on their story the other day. They bought like three tickets for like nine thousand dollars, and I'm like, why are we complaining about it? Like, I mean, I think IndyCar could charge even more. Like, and and again, that's bad because I want it to be accessible for everyone, right? Like, we we don't want it to be an issue because we want to be able to welcome all the folks to the race, but we have to make it so you want to go there no matter what the price, you know what I mean? It, it, it doesn't matter that like we have to make it craveable enough to where it's like, well, price goes up. It's probably because the racing's great and there's great entertainment there. You know what I mean? So um, I, I accept it. And, and there's always going to be a debate over that. It is what it is, but that was just kind of a side rant. Overall, it's just marketing. It's just it's I just getting in front of people. We have a new television show on CW and the Vice Networks that's coming out for next year, which is going to be great. However, it's really all centered around the 500. That's good because that's what everyone actually knows in the world. If you ask 99% of the people, everyone's heard of the Indy 500, right? That's great. But how do we get them then to watch the next 11 races, the next 12 races, whatever it is? So it, it, it's marketing. We've been told they're going to spend money on marketing. This TV show is not going to work itself. That has to be marketed. That has to be on the front pages of every single smart TV that people own. It's And that, that's hard. It doesn't just happen. We don't have a magical advertising fairy that will just sprinkle the show in front of everyone. Like You have to do it. And I really hope that enough of this you know, chatter about it is is responded to and i think the show and the people they have involved with the show is going to be great as long as it gets right in front of the people and i think that's important i I respect everything and love to hear it because i've always my concerns about where indycar has been at over the last decade i would even say um and that's one thing that's different like formula one and nascar their advertising their marketing levels are extremely high in, in a lot of different aspects. IndyCar needs to be there. And I think the idea with the, with the new show going out, and I, I know you said, well, it kind of is just primarily about the Indy 500. Indy 500 is what got me into IndyCar growing up as a kid. Exactly. And then when I went to the risk, and we can all match together about ticket prices, I think the best seats in the Indy 500 are in turn three. If you can imagine it, you see, they come off a turn, and you see them passing right there in the backstretch. The most runs, 
four wide. I think they're the best seats at, at that could go for a lot of different race tracks, even NASCAR races too. Um, and I think the Indy 500 is the best sporting event on planet earth. I genuinely believe that. And that is a bold statement. When you talk about the Super Bowl or the national championship or the FIFA world cup, soccer is not a sport. So we, we can't know. But the thing is the tickets that we have every year are like $90 for what I think are some of the best seats in the country for any event you want to go to. That is so affordable for a, for what I think is the best sporting event on earth. And I think for sure is the best motorsports event on earth. So I think that's such a great gateway to get people to see it. And then they see it at the Indy 500 and now they're hooked, right? Now they're hooked and now they want to experience everything else. Uh, I think the Indy Grand Prix is a lot of fun. Nashville is a lot of fun. And we went to the Iowa races and they were obviously pretty fun too. So I think there is just about display because when you consider all that, I also think IndyCar is the most talented field of drivers in the world right now. And I, it's all genuine. Don't want to, not trying to diss NASCAR. I will try to diss Formula One, but I won't try to diss NASCAR. <laughs> um, well, it's a I different arena too, right? Like it, you have, you have guys that have come from NASCAR to us. You have guys that have come from Formula One to us. You have guys that have won V8 Supercar Championships that are in IndyCar. That's not in F1, and that's not in NASCAR. Now, that doesn't mean that they're not good drivers. Obviously, you know, the, the cup drivers are some of the best drivers in the world. The Formula One drivers are some of the best drivers in the world. But I don't, like, I don't think that should, that should ever be, like, IndyCar should never be discounted in that arena because everyone eventually comes to play in our sandpit. You know what I mean? So it, it's Jimmy Johnson. Exactly. Example. And, and I think it it's how that hasn't been put on a worldwide marketing plan. And I, honestly, it doesn't need to go worldwide. It just needs to be America. Honestly, that's the only ratings that we care about and the growth there. Um, but yeah, I, I think we have so much to offer. We have so much to put in front of people. And, you know, if the show, the, the, the new show, the last episode coming out right after the Indy 500, you know, right at the end, there should be a great big slide that says, and boom, we're going racing in Detroit next weekend. If you want to watch on yeah. NBC, right? Like it's hard because that's, you know, it's owned by next star media group, which is, uh, which is not NBC, but they own a lot of local NBC affiliates and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's possible to watch it. And again, if it's cool enough, that's the thing. If you watch something that's really cool, you're going to find out more about it, right? Like it, it doesn't, but if it doesn't catch your attention, you never see it again, right? Like I've seen things like, that's cool. Never will watch it again. Or a show that you watch the first episode and you're like, eh. But like, if it sucks you in, how many seasons of that show are you going to watch? Probably all of them until it starts yeah. sucking. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's one of those things that, you know, if, if people, if, if you build it, they will come as they say, like the Iowa race, it was great. Like high V invested a ton of money into it. People came, it looked awesome, big music, very cool. So that that's, you know, those are kind of my thoughts on a lot of it. <laughs> no, I mean, and that's I, the perfect stuff. It's the perfect stuff. It really, like the, the thing too, that I get from that, like the fact that you guys are gonna be on Vice, I had no clue of that. Vice is gonna give you a pretty like I I've watched a few shows. I used to love Jesus and Mero. They're on Showtime now, but I used to watch Jesus and Mero almost like every night. One of my favorite shows. They got a lot of good like comedy. It's very new age. So a lot of like the younger 20s, things like that. That's gonna be a, a tight crowd for you guys to get. And I feel like a lot of those people that would watch that would definitely be somebody that would be following over from the drive to survive because that's the main thing here, right? You got two cars that look pretty similar to just anybody mm -hmm. watching Netflix as is from an entertainment standpoint, but entertainment's king. And, and like you say, marketing, and it's all lumped into the same, you be able to, to figure that wheel out. You're going to be able to turn over, you know, profit down the line, but also passion. You got to have people passionate. I know you're one of those passionate people. You got to lean in on drivers because that's where the passion is. If you take that passion and you instill that in any business model right there it's going to rock it so i've got the same uh you know the, the same will and want to see that happen because i just know as a person that was introduced to it through this fellow right here that was <laughs> not even going to go to the race connor i was not even going to go to the race that morning 
Okay. Never been. <laughs> I was going to just stay back and let them do their thing. And I'm so fucking glad that I went because it changed my life. I literally, the oval thing, bro, those cars on ovals <laughs> is another level. And I'm watching it as a guy on the outside, not even really looking at much of the racing aspect, but the fact that it's just like some out of this world shit, dude. It's, yeah. it's incredible. And I love it. So, and it's also okay to like all three of the sports, right? Like, that's what I think some three. people get. People get so like caught up in like, well, no, I'm a NASCAR person. I was like, so am I. I race IndyCar. I like NASCAR. You know what I mean? Like, and I watch Formula One. Now, if all the races are on at the same time, you are going to have to have some people choose, right? Like, I get that, but you know, I, I, I see a perfect gap in people, right? You look at the NASCAR ratings every, every weekend and they get great ratings, you know, millions of people watching. Right. And if you compare that to some of our races, okay, how do you go from 2 million people watching NASCAR to 500,000 people watching IndyCar? How can we bring those not lower this one, not lower the 2 million. How do we get that to be 2.5 and then IndyCar to be 1.5? You know, how, like, how do we get just more people to watch all of motor racing because people are clearly craving it. And all you got to do is paint the picture enough for people to be like, I like the way that looks. I'm going to try to get involved. You know what I mean? So I, 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 I think the people that argue with each other on Twitter are not the people that we are going after anyway. I think it's the people that just purely don't know that there's an argumentative racing Twitter. You know what I mean? Those are the people that we need to get to watch and to be entertained by our sport that we love. That's think, it's so saturated. I think, I, and I have a lot of friends who have been introduced, of course, like through my content and our content, like introduced to the NASCAR side of things. Um, and, and they've mainly, most of those guys have been hooked through the betting, of it, which I think is fine because things more fun with skin of the game. A lot of friends who introduced to Formula One and open wheel racing through the documentary. And then they start questioning the shit out of me about it. Then I say, I always bring Indy into the equation. And what people don't know about, I've always thought the Indy 500 hasn't been displayed enough on TV. And you can see TV ratings. It should have way better TV ratings for the quality of race that is and the stature, like the importance of that race too. Yeah, what's on the line, the prize money, the the danger, all that. Oh, and the danger is the thing I expressed the most. And that's that was that's the selling point. If yeah. you told, if if the majority of people knew that you guys would go 240 an hour plus into a corner, I mean, you could literally die at any moment. Like, there's another motorsports event on planet Earth. Well, I take that back. From a NASCAR, Formula One, or IndyCar. I will say because I always yeah. I'll never discount the Isle of Man, of course, but oh, and there yeah. are other super dangerous events. But when it comes to oval racing and premier professional sports racing between NASCAR, IndyCar, Formula One, the Indy 500 stands on its own from a level of pure danger, right? That just doesn't exist anymore in a lot of these series because we so safe. And yes, that is fantastic, but that pure level of danger, we're humans, and it is human nature. To, be, to think about that and enjoy an event more because you guys are on the brink of just a phenomenal crash. And I mean, it, you're risking your life at every corner. People love gladiators, bravery, right? Gladiators. Yeah, exactly. It's a gladiator type thing. And I think if, if people knew that you guys go that fast into those corners on an oval, on a flat oval with the wall 20, 30 feet away, they would be hooked and they would have to tune in. How, how, why and people, and people it's crazy well and people back in the day they didn't care if they were going to die at that weekend you know what i mean you had people dying all the time in motorsport but that people are softer now obviously as well so like it's it's and and we don't want to see that happen like no of course, of course i don't want to see any of my friends get killed doing motor racing right but like what did Netflix do with Roman Grosjean's Formula One crash that was an eight second like flame and he got out they made that into three minutes worth of like, is he dead? You know what I mean? And but what did it do? It brought you in. And I'm sorry, but if you're uncomfortable with that, then you're wrong because you have to bring people in. You have to bring, let people know that, yes, this is hard. This is dangerous. Th these are warriors. Like what we are doing is very difficult. It's very dangerous. Even though we have a very safe car, it, it's not like we're racing around in bubbles. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter if the car's 
built like Fort Knox. Like it, it's, it's, it doesn't matter. It's, things can still happen. People need to know that because it makes it exciting. I, I, I don't know. I, I think that is so obvious. But again, people are like, well, we don't like that because it's, you know, it's bad for families and whatever it is. And I'm like, well, then I'm sorry, but that's, then that's it's a, a risk lie. you accept. It. Yeah. That's like a we, risk we signed you, up you for knew. this. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I signed up for it. I tell people every weekend, I'm like, if I go up in a ball of fire in a fence, I don't care because I'm, I was prepared to do that. And I was having a great time doing it. You know what I mean? And like, and that's how we remember the drivers that have fallen as well. You know, drivers that have passed away, we celebrate them as heroes because they are right. And like, and, and it's, it's something that I think we, we, we do need to take advantage of, you know, I, there was a great movie about Scott Dixon uh, and it's on Netflix, like born racer or born to race or something like that. I've seen uh, that. I actually went to the premiere of it. Great movie. And you know what they did? He had a crazy accident in 2017 at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. That thing was nuts. Dude, that was so I mean, crazy. And they slowed that sucker down and they made me like I I loved what they did with it. And again, this is not a big time movie that made it into huge spaces, right? Like it's on Netflix, but you got to find it, you know what I mean? But like it was really I was like, "Man, that I mean, I was in that race. <laughs> I crashed in that race too, I think." And I was like, "That was a wild like look." at what happened because again i also saw like that accident happened in front of me and like i got to drive through the debris and i was like man that was crazy and i think they did a great job but that's what you have to do you have to bring back incidents like that and and look at them and and kind of be like for this tv show they gotta they gotta bring that into us people just have to know that what we're doing is hard what we're doing is for the elite of the elite because it, it it's just it's next level especially at the speedway which is why the show i think will be so great and hopefully people can accept that and respect it as well. But I think they will because people are craving cool stuff to watch, cool stuff to do, and cool stuff to follow and support. I mean, look at the World Cup. No one likes soccer here, but boy, were we locked in, and it was the most yeah. watched soccer America game of all was time. There. It's only it's a sport of America's play. It's yeah, only exactly. a sport of U.S. is in it. And look, That's when they roll out, it was it was over with. I, yeah. I, had, I just had a big brain idea nostalgia is popping right now and it's hot obviously this is our lifestyle we like yeah. old, we like the old school stuff right you remember nascar imax 3d when you were a kid connor oh you remember, of course yeah remember going on the field trip and they were like you can go to the aquarium or go see nascar and all the other little shithead kids went to the aquarium and like yep. two you and a few of your friends went to the nascar one we need indy car real imax 3d run it back 2023 well, the Mario back. Andretti IMAX. The, the remember the Andretti IMAX uh, film? Did you, did you did you ever watch that one? See, I didn't, oh yeah, there, didn't there was a big it. Andretti open wheel IMAX experience, and it was awesome. Like you got to you got to look that one up because that one was okay. also very elite. I got to when find did that, that come out? DVD. I don't even know, but I, I remember seeing it, and I, I'll never forget the um, the camera angles that they used because it was it was so cool. Uh, I, I I'm gonna even. Yeah, Mario Andretti IMAX movie. I'm looking it up on the Google. It's called, it called Super Speedway. Speedway. Yeah, yeah okay, Super Speedway. I've never seen that. It's I only get 50 that minutes. DVD. I want that for my DVD collection. You get, better get it. get it in your Blu-ray and pop that thing up to a giant screen as big as you could play it with the volume that'll scare the neighbors away. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm here for <laughs> that. But yeah, it's like, electric. It's electric. Something like that would be incredible to see now because like you know, they just released Avatar. This doesn't have any yeah. racing in it, except for racing whales on a different planet. However, <laughs> you know, that would be something cool to see. And so I would be down for that, you know? And 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 I know, like I said, just the personalities you guys have are great. You know, Scott, we got to meet Scott. Scotty is, is fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah. Love that guy. Um, you know, had a brief interaction with Joseph earlier in the year, and we're still getting to know a lot of these other guys. You've been like our closest companion uh, through thick and thin with it, man. And so it's like, I just, I, I love the world and I love what it is. I know you love it. I know that Dale loves it. And so it's something that we're hoping in 2023 to really get out there. So it's up to you that's listening to this and watching this <laughs> to, to move your ass and make sure that it's okay to watch the NASCAR race, but you better at least record the IndyCar race. That's all I'm saying. Go and, to the Indy yeah. 500. That, that's that's that always too, my yeah. biggest advice. 500. Is, and we didn't even talk about. Uh, this has been a great conversation. I could I could go on for hours. But yeah. the last thing I'll say about it is 
you, we didn't even talk about like the experience of the weekend. You can literally do whatever you want the month. that weekend. You yeah, got like we're eight, there for three yeah, weeks too. Month. Yeah, like, I, you, that's, you could you know actually what? you could rent a small apartment for a month in India <laughs> to enjoy the whole month of festivities. It is so, amazing, and, and at a time where NASCAR has lost its month, right? Like we we've been shortened to, you know, Speed Week, right? IndyCar still, and I know it's been shortened a little bit for IndyCar, but you still, month of May is still a really big deal in Indianapolis. And hell, if you don't go for the month of May, just go experience the weekend. It is one of the greatest weekends you could ever have, the most fun times ever. And then Sunday, the race is no slouch. It is the top of everything you could do that weekend. So, yeah. It is Mardi Gras in Indianapolis. What, I, what, I was I was gonna say this would be a perfect kind of like like obviously Speed Street is your podcast, Dirty Mo Media. You enjoy Molinero, have that, you know, just more conversations to come. Just go through it. We'll go through a whole week breakdown. We'll we'll have we'll have to see what we can do. We'll we'll see. That that's where we can pick <laughs> this up on the next one. We'll do yeah, that. exactly. I mean, the funny thing is, is you know, you could talk about it for for forever because it's something that we all love, right? It's, it's something that we're passionate about. And, you know, anytime I talk about this stuff too, I know that it, this stuff doesn't happen at the snap of your fingers, sadly, right? Like it's, it's hard. It's not easy. It takes a whole team of people. You know, the, the NFL teams are massive organizations that are run by billionaires that hire a bunch of other smart people. You know what I mean? And, you know, we've got Roger Penske who also has people under him and, those have people under them and you know it, 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 it takes everyone you know to get the product you know because the product isn't our problem it's 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 making sure that the people get it get to it so th there's a lot there and and i know that it's harder than it looks um but it can happen like we we've i i would have said in 2018 or maybe 19 I didn't know what the ceiling for motor racing was. You know what I mean? Because you're like, cause still no one knew what formula one was here. Like no one watched it at all. Um, and, and NASCAR's always been good. And like our ratings have been going up, but, but now like when you see how much people talk about racing and how much more I've seen the talk when I rummage around the streets of Indianapolis or, or any other place that you might go, um, the the desire for motor racing seems to have gone up a lot right the the vintage nascar t-shirts the vintage nascar everything vintage indycar shirts all that stuff is you know people are asking me for it and and friends that don't know much about racing at all like want to come to a race so there's definitely something now that we have to take advantage of and all of us hopefully talking about it and on our shows podcasts whatever it is be a friend tell a friend type thing you know all of that helps but we're gonna need a giant missile launcher to kind of put us into that next level because again once it goes viral right like once it goes to that next level it becomes a little bit easier that's it we're gonna make we're gonna we're gonna finally well make this happen i'm a good manifester big believer <laughs> in energy you know, universal energy. That's why you're so good at betting, then. Maybe so. Well, I hit him too. I, I mean, look, I'm gonna tell you, like he was already good, and when I started like just filling his ears with with meditation stuff, he went to another level. So yeah, I'm telling you, I'm not, yeah, I'm not yeah. gonna say you meditate though. He he just channels Dale Earnhardt, and then, you know that's what happens. So. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of like the stats, like realistic, guy, and then Chase is like the energy guy on the manifestation side. So our combination really works. The vibes well. bet, the vibes mm -hmm. bet. Yeah. Big vibes. <laughs> let's just go, let's go ahead right into it. So Connor, this is what we've been waiting on. Okay. This has been an, an amazing conversation. I had other shit written down. It doesn't matter because this conversation <laughs> has been everything that it needed to be. And I'm jacked yeah, up and I'm feeling absolutely. good. And I'm, I'm ready to take you aboard. The first IndyCar driver in the history of, of garage talk to be on our newly, named show wheelman wagers the segment of the century <laughs> where you get to pick three bets and the public will tell and uh and it's time so here we go welcome to wheelman wagers thank you so much i appreciate it funny you mentioned three bets i'll give you a quick story real quick on three bets i get a call last weekend 
uh, actually the weekend before Christmas. It's Travis Pastrana. He said, Connor, I've lost a lot of money betting on football this weekend. Who do I go with? Because randomly some other weekend we were together and I was locking in some bets and he was like, who do I need to go with? And I said, boom, boom, boom. And we, we hit a couple of them. And I went three and zero for Travis Pastrana picks. Uh, I, I, I it was, I was a very, very proud moment. I called him at the end of the day and he was like, Hey man, that was perfect. I won like all my money back. And I was like, Hey, that's what we like. We, we love locks here on, uh, on, on, on the betting, um, game. So I, I, the three is a great number for me. Obviously <laughs> three bets are great. Um, where do you want me to start? Are we going right into it? Dude, I just got to say, you got Travis Pastrana. To better, Travis Pastrana, baby. Yeah. Come on. It was I, a very funny himself. phone call. I was riding my, 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 my bike in my house, just watching TV, getting my workout in. And now I'm talking about football bets. <laughs> I love it. Dude, well, look, you have amazing. an opportunity. You have an opportunity to take the Travis Pastrana energy that you gave to old Travis. Uh, it's good to know that he's a, he's a big bet guy too. Every oh, yeah. driver that has been on this thus far, we've had Ryan Blaney, we have had Austin Dillon, and then we recently had Parker Klegerman. They all went one and two. Okay. I'm pretty sure we're all they're all three, one and two. And and the the most recent Parker Klegerman choosing Baylor over Air Force with minus size and then Air Force oh, just piss stomping them. Dude. That was I, yeah, I, we'll have to get a clip out on that because I scolded him. I was like, you're gonna pick yeah. Baylor and the armed it's forces. It's literally on Wilman Wagers. Air Force. Who was an armed dude? Yeah. How are you gonna do yeah. that? And then Air Force smoke. Yeah. Well, let's go so ahead. Funny. Let's get the Let's get this yeah. started. All right, we'll do. We're going to do three NFL games this Sunday to, and also good juju. Talk about manifestation. Start off the new year this Sunday, January first. How about the New Orleans Saints, which is essentially our hometown team, at the Philadelphia Eagles? I'm looking at the over under at 44 points, and the Eagles are six and a half point favorites. Tell us, bring the energy. Let's hear it. Well, I, I like the Eagles here. Um, I don't care what quarterback plays. I mean, they've got a wildly talented team. Uh, a friend of mine, Boston Scott, big race fan. He's one of their running backs as well. Uh, Gardner Minshew. How do you not want to fight for that guy? I mean, I, I love what he was. He, I mean, he took the heat to his opponents. I mean, and, and, and I, and I, and I respect it, you know, almost beat the Cowboys in his first game in uh, that was a gunslinging match. So I love the Eagles because the Saints have no idea who plays quarterback for them. Uh, they've got Jameis on the bench. They've got Taysom. You got the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, who I think I don't is not exciting at all. Now, I do have an Andy Dalton signed Bengals jersey, so I, I, I do feel bad about that. But it's got to be <laughs> the Eagles bad. here. It's got to be the Eagles. Um, and, I mean, I'll take the points. I mean, six and a half seems fine. They'll win by 15. I don't know. Gardner the only reason I'm not sad grew. is because of Gardner. Yeah. Gardner grew up two hours from me. And we actually, my senior year, we won state championship, which is Oak Grove High School. Uh, we played him when he played at Brandon. And he he murdered us. He was our only loss <laughs> of the season. And luckily, uh, we're in the South Division. They're in the North. He lost in the playoffs. And we didn't have to play him again. We went to state. We won it. So, yeah, pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. I he's, love he's that. for the Eagles now. Yeah. We do. Shout out to Gardner. Shout, shout, shout out to him. All right, next game. All right, it's a battle of the North. Big North battle, guys. It's Vikings, and it's the Packers. All right? <laughs> the spread is uh, three, with uh, Packers being favored, obviously. I see Lambeau. three and a half. No big deal. Okay. All right. <laughs> three, that's fine. Yeah, uh, be over, particular. I like it. Yeah, over under is set at 48, and then Vikings money line plus 155, Packers money line minus 180. Where would you go? Well, this is a game that I tried to use reverse psychology on because I've seen a lot of people talk about the Packers winning out now. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers is going to use his ayahuasca and witchcraft to get, you know, get up the get up the field. Um, five. And and I and I I don't know about the Vikings because Kurt Cousins, I just don't trust him. But it's a very Vikings potentially keep yourself in the game type game. Um and the Packers, I don't think, have the longevity to keep this streak alive. So I, I, I got the Vikings at plus three. I love the plus three and a half that I'm seeing now, too, with that little half-point hook. Um, so I, 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 I like the Vikings, and it's a game that I didn't want to pick, which I reverse psychological to my mind 
into picking the Vikings. That's that's what I'm doing. That was very good words. Are we going? Do you advise? All right, we got to know. Do you advise plus three or plus three and a half? I mean, I like three and a half. I I got it at plus three in my little uh, my little sports book betting, which was minus one hundred five and plus three plus three and a half is minus one eleven. So it's not not too big of a difference. That's a big ten skull. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's down for the final uh heartbreak hotel here with the uh, indianapolis colts uh monday night football was not great uh to say the least they are now at the new york giants the spread is five over under i'm looking at 39 and a half for the game of wheelman wagers where do we go with your i guess your colts and the new york giants with my guy dan jones well, I think this game sucks. Um, <laughs> it's it's got all the vibes of Colts potentially for some. I took the Colts to cover there, but then I also reverse engineered myself took took Chargers money line and the under, which was perfect. So I made up for that. Um, but I like the Giants. I think the Giants have more to play for. Uh, the Colts need to stop playing all of football in general, so we can get a better draft pick. Um, I mean, Nick Foles threw more interceptions than, than completions. It looked like. Um, and so I just don't know what we have going for us. And I have friends on the Colts too. And I, and I, I'm an Indiana guy. Um, but it's a, it's a disaster in Colts town. I don't know how this spread isn't like giants minus nine, you know, I, Small I, I dick don't Nick fishy. fishy. Yeah. That's kind of fishy though. It's uh, a trap game. But I like the I like the Giants minus five. I will I will take the I will take that and I will run to the hills with it. Let's do it. All right. All right. So so there you have it. Connor Connor Daly's first ever Wilman wagers from an Indy car driver. It's locked in. So it's uh Eagles minus six, uh Vikings six and a half. plus three. What's that? The six hook. and a half. You can't forget the hook. Okay. Can't Eagles minus hook. six and a half point five. Vikings plus three point five. Yes. Three and a half. And then Giants minus five, no point five. Yes. Okay. All right. No decimal in the Giants game. Uh, those are three bets. I'm probably going to ride those bets with you. Um, I, I, the only one that I, I really – well, I rode two from last week, but the uh, the Cardinals spread actually hit, so that was, yes. that was nice. And then I had the Bucks plus 300 live, so that's always beautiful. Um, I'll put so in yeah, a couple sneaky I'm, lines. These are sneaky uh, – sneaky – uh, P.S. I love you, bets. Um, I need the Lions to come back. Minus five and a half seems like a ton of points, but you got to love the Lions mindset. Maybe they're rebounding. They want to win for Dan Campbell. Uh, and another sneaky one, Dolphins. Plus two and a half at the Patriots. The Patriots seem to be on a complete destructive Lost, go down by 22, but come back, throw the ball to the wrong player on the on the right team in the fourth quarter. And the Dolphins are good, even no matter who plays quarterback. So I don't know that those are a couple sneaky PS. I love you bets. Maybe. Well, what a guy. More ambitious laterals. Bets. Ambitious <laughs> laterals. Yeah. Oh man, that was uh, bonus that was bets quite... on here. That's podcast only. That's pod <laughs> only. Right pod video Not only. They might all be awful, but we're gonna go into it with a positive mindset. I, I yeah. think you're going three and zero. I'll tell you right now. I don't think I've told the driver. Well, I may have told Blaine that because I I wanted to win the Daytona 500. I'm probably putting the house on that. We but there you go. that was a manifestation play, uh, at least for the the bad side of his wheelman wagers pick. I think I feel good about you putting in the time. I think you're going to go three and zero. I'm here. Well, you know what? It. Someone's got to do it, right? We might as well be bold and 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 send in some picks. You'll get a nice trophy. We we gotta we gotta get together <laughs> on what the trophy's going to be. We're going to make the shittiest looking trophy ever and mm-hmm. have like a great presentation. It's going to be awesome. Newspaper, paper mache. Yeah. <laughs> dripping blue. <laughs> That's coming. Dude, this has been an incredible conversation. A good talk as always. I can't wait to have more. If you are listening and watching this, um, hope you enjoy it as well. Be sure to check out Connor's podcast with Joey Molinero, Speed Street. Uh, over on Dirty Mo Media. Uh, it's a great show. And be sure to follow Connor. It's just at Connor Daily, right? At Connor Daily 22. Only on, one on in. Most okay. things, yeah. All right. And I'm on Irish the TikTok Connor. now. Connor Daily Driver. He's a driver. I yes. like that. Oh, Connor Daily talk. Let's go. Dude, I have to ask before we leave. Are you related to John Daly? No, I wish. I, uh, I did. 
I had, this is a really random thing, but I was at the Nashville IndyCar race last year or no, maybe this year. And uh, I knew a, a, a group of young ladies that were there and they came by to say hello. And one of them was FaceTiming John Daly. And I was like, oh, hey man, how's it going? I don't know if you heard me at all, but I did get to see his face on a FaceTime and uh, it meant a lot. I think she was FaceTiming him because of my name being Daly as well. I don't think he has any idea who I am, but I just know that I like the way he lives his lifestyle and that I hope we get to hang out sometime, maybe swing some golf sticks. We're, we're going to figure that out. He's a big Hooters guy. So, I love so we're going to find yeah, a way to do be. something. He is who I aspire to be one day. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I won't even come. I want him out to be close what he is. But the I amount wish. of times he's quit drinking and started back drinking is incredible. Oh, yeah. The man, the man is just is a, is a rocket. I've heard legends. I've heard stories that – that he'll just pass out on the bus. He's just got a whole squad of people that just have, they carry him out. Like he's like, well, we are the champions into the video, you know? Like, can we and bet on his son to win the masters already? Like, I don't know, but like, we got to, I want to see the dad. features on that. That's what Dude, I'm talking him, about. Him and Tom stuff. I'm here for that. Too. Yeah. We need to hit that up for I sure. Parlay so that. that Tiger Woods son and, and John Daly's son to win a masters in the next 15 years. <laughs> oh yeah. I think you get pretty right shitty odds for that actually. It's probably going to happen. <laughs> Minus 150, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be fun. Dude, this has been great. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you've enjoyed it. Remember to uh, subscribe if you're on YouTube. Subscribe if you're listening on the podcast apps. Tell a friend, at least one person today that you know about Garage Guys, about Garage Talk, about Connor, IndyCar, and Speed Street, and everything we talked about on this show. Okay, do your fucking job. We love you. We appreciate you. Connor, thanks again, my man. And uh, can't wait to see you and catch up again and get into some shenanigans. Thank you, guys.